Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription, trust me. Mm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon show. Um, so, Ryan Dar from Bourbon Coffee Company, uh, you're a brave soul. This is our first coffee tasting that we've had on the show. So, I'd like to say thanks for being a, being the first. <laughs> well, thanks for having me. I will do a little bit of the bourbon, but I also will do some coffee in a little bit. <laughs> as, as, as will I. Uh, we did trade some messages earlier, and I was asking what you're going to be sipping on. You said uh, Four Roses Single Barrel. Is that still the case? That is still the case. Okay. So I, I Dan and I thought we would join you just so folks know. Uh, what mash bill are you drinking? I'm having OBSB. This is a single barrel pick from Sherlock's out of Atlanta. This is, uh, I got NS um, and it's barrel 33. And I got this out of, uh, I got this from a little local uh, grocery store, Woodman's uh, today. Cool, man. All right. So we're going to uh, we'll talk a little bit about bourbon, I'm sure. Uh, more importantly, we're going to talk about barrel bourbon aged coffee. And Ryan, before we kind of get into uh, some questions that Dan and I have, um, how in the hell did you start a bourbon barrel aged coffee company? Well, it's uh, it's interesting you say uh, ask that. So I. Uh, got into bourbon through one of my buddies and he, he's a chi town food guru and he got me into bourbon he's always been a big bourbon guy gets into everything and he kind of brought me into that the bourbon world um i would probably say this was has been probably a good i don't know probably six years ago if not a little bit longer than that got me into a bourbon club. I'm a part of adventures bourbon club. And we basically, he always, my buddy is always wanting to trick me, you know, trying to uh, throw me for a loop. Um, you know, so he's always doing blind tastings for me. He loves doing that. And, uh, you know, he's, he kind of got me into that, fascination with bourbon you know it's it's such a unique industry that is always changing you know there's there's bourbon out there that you can try one and love it try another and hate it you know it's uh you know it's that love hate relationship and you know i felt that coffee was missing something you know coffee is a very I don't even know how, what you want to say. It, it's a very, it's an experience, you know? So when I drink coffee in the morning, you know, it's, it's not just to get me that wake up that caffeine, you know, high it's to the flavor. You know, I want, a, I want something that I can drink and say, you know, this coffee is unique. It's something very different. And most coffee out there is it's coffee. You know, you can go in all different retail areas and it's, it's coffee, you know, it, it tastes like coffee and it's coffee. <laughs> I wanted, I wanted you to be able to smell it and be like, what is that? What is that smell that I'm smelling? Is that something, is it different? Is that, what is there? And I feel that this coffee has captured that. And 
it's going to be a different experience every single time because we're constantly aging it in different barrels. You know, we age from, you know, heaven Hill to four roses to will it, um, you know, we, we are not, we're not setting ourselves apart from any other of these companies, but we want to be, we want you to have an experience every single time. That's going to be different. You know, just like, you know, your fine bourbon, you know, it's always a different experience. And, you know, that's kind of what got us into this because we wanted something different, wanted something that this community, you know, the bourbon community is a very tight community. It's it's a bunch of cool people expressing their love for something. And, you know, that's why I really enjoy doing what I'm doing, because I like to trick people, you know, and when it comes to the, the coffee, you know, it's not always going to be the same. You know, you might, you might taste a little cinnamon here. You might taste a little chocolate, a little vanilla, you know, just the flavors are constantly changing. And, you know, with our coffee, you open up that bag and you smell, you know, you smell a little bit of bourbon, but you smell freshness, you know, that fresh coffee that I feel it's lacking because a lot of these companies out there, you know, they're not, they're not brewing their, or roasting to order, you know, they're, they're roasting and it's sitting in a warehouse somewhere and then it gets shipped out. You know, this, this batch right here, this was roasted on the 15th. Oh, nice. You know, so this, this was just the other day, you know, the, your, the coffee that you guys tried, I think it's probably was roasted at the middle of next month, last month. Yes, September the fifteenth. So, yeah, I mean, it's uh, I mean, as as fresh as you're going to get, right, through mail order, pretty much. Oh, so. exactly. And and even a lot of them, you know, they're they're mass producing the, this coffee, and it's not, you know, so it sits. You know, coffee's good for a year. You know, if you if you if it's not open, you can throw it in the fridge, throw it in the freezer. It's going to last for a long time. But we want you to drink it before a year. You know, we don't want you to sit on this thing for a year. We want you to try, you know, taste what a, a fresh cup of coffee is, mm-hmm. you know, and you don't see that. And, you know, I've tried so many coffees out there. You know, I've had friends that are like, well, let me try. What's the difference? Well, what do you drink? Folgers? Well, it's going to be a little bit different, <laughs> you know, <laughs> brace yourself. It's not going to taste anything like your morning cup. Mm. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, it's in how I like to say is it's, it doesn't have to be five o'clock somewhere to drink this, you know, you can drink this all day long and you still get those notes of that bourbon. So it kind of feels like you're doing something that you shouldn't be, you know, if you're at work, you know, it's, that's what it's kind of nice. You know, you're at work and you're drinking your cup of coffee and you're like, yeah, this is sitting in a bourbon I'm still barrel. getting some of that oak and some of, to your point, some of that cinnamon spice that's coming in there. So I, let, let me I'm gonna, let me back up a little bit if I can, because there, there's a few things. You, actually, you, you've opened up uh, a lot of the questions that we're going to take you down this road. So let's <laughs> let's go back. And, and obviously, you know, if for those of you that are listening, you can go to bourboncoffeeco.com. You can read the story for yourself. Well, we got the guy here, one of the co-founders. We might as well hear it from him. So you guys went with, um, you, you went through a bean selection and, and what your beans were going to be. And you went for, uh, probably one of the more expensive beans out that, that you can source right from with, uh, with Arabica. And so what's that like? And is that, is that a blind tasting kind of setup that you're going through in that process? I mean, you mentioned blinds, what, what's the coffee selection process for the bean look like? So, you know, you, you, 
kind of you you know with getting into this you know we were just very new but we we had some connections that put us in line with a great source so they basically said you know there's four different types of coffee you know there's the robusta the liberia liberica excella and the arabica so I wanted a I wanted a bean that would bring out the flavor of the barrel, you know, the bourbon barrel. I wanted to get more of that flavor. Yes, I wanted the coffee flavor as well, but I wanted the 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 flavor of that barrel to permeate into that bean. And, you know, so that's why we picked the Arabica and the Arabica also has about 60% more sugar than most of these other beans. So you're going to bring in that sweetness. It's also, you know, very neutral. So you're going to get the, the grate of the coffee and then the grate of that bourbon barrel, because it's, it's a light, it's not a dark, super dark. It's not super light. It's kind of like right in the middle. Um, but it's, you know, you get that sweetness and that bitterness, and then you also get a bit of that bourbon barrel, you know, whatever we were, what we picked, you know, you're going to get that, um, you know, those flavors, you know, and that's why, you know, even why I enjoy bourbon, you know, you can, you can smell the bourbon and you're like, what is that that I'm smelling? You know, is that vanilla, you know, maybe a little bit of cork, maybe a little floral in there, you know, it's, it's very different and that's you know that's one of the reasons why we picked that uh, arabica bean um yes it is one of the more expensive uh beans and we're also running into this joy of uh supply chain oh, and yeah. uh, you know and there also was uh you know a frost in brazil which uh kind of screwed up a lot of things you know it cut it made the the price of coffee the coffee beans go up over a dollar a dollar fifty per pound so you know it's it's affecting everything and the supply chain is obviously you know, everyone everyone watching this knows that that's all screwed up right now mm-hmm. yeah sure yeah if, if i can point out real quick because we mentioned it a couple times and and don't think for a second that they're uh that bourbon coffee co is out of line from a pricing standpoint uh, you, you can go to any coffee.com and their prices are right in line with everybody else, even though they're taking these ec- extra steps to provide that uh, that overlay of flavor, if you will, from a bourbon experience. And not to mention that it's single barrel, which uh, I wasn't going to go here just yet, but I can't resist as we're drinking a single barrel bourbon. I've got That's a single right. I've got a single barrel coffee in front of me. And the one thing that I don't know, and I don't think you're going to tell us, Ryan, is we don't know what barrel or what kind of barrel the uh, that our single barrel bourbon coffee was aged in. However, I see I, I see a package deal coming along the way that you get the single barrel bourbon that was in the barrel and you get the single barrel beans that were aged in the barrel that the bourbon came out of funny thing you said that um (laughs) we are we're doing we're we're eventually going to be doing a uh collaboration with our my bourbon club so we're we we do barrel picks and once we we're done with the barrel pick and everything's poured i'm going to take that barrel and i'm going to fill it with uh our arabica beans and we're going to kind of do a little collaboration with that um and we're, we're constantly doing new, uh, you know, barrel picks with the uh, Venture Club as well. I haven't, you know, I haven't been doing a lot of this stuff, you know, recently just because of, you know, our world's weird. Um, and, uh, you know, so I've, you know, c- kind of getting back out there and, you know, just opening myself up. But I mean, 
you know, it's uh, the barrels we use are from some of the best well-known distilleries in Kentucky. Um, I will go with that. I can tell you that we're hoping to be getting recently within the next uh, couple days an Elijah Craig 18 year barrel. Nice. We're uh, going to be getting an, hopefully an eight, eight year, um, maybe potentially a heaven Hill and can't remember what the last one we're going to try and get is, you know, there's even with, uh, you know, having hell being on uh, strike for, what was it? Five weeks. Um, you know, so we're running into some shortages in this industry on the secondary market as well, which is eye opening. Um, you know, when they're dump, they're filling, uh, you know, a semi every day, multiple ones a day. And then you go to some of these distilleries that are taking about 12 days to fill a semi. So it's, sure. uh, it's definitely been a challenge. Um, but yes, we're hoping to be able to partner with some of these awesome distilleries and be able to use their names and throw them on our labeling as well. Um, we're, in talks with a few and we have a lot of people that are very interested in it. We're in the process of getting into some grocery stores as well. Um, so, you know, we're, we're, we're making some moves. Um, but that's our goal is to be able to say, you know, this is from, you know, heaven Hill distillery. This is, you know, whatever they let allow us to say, um, right. and then have their, you know, sticker on the back that say, says this came from there, you know, yeah. just, uh, kind of bring their name into things. But you know, that's, uh, we're working on that, uh, logistical nightmare. So, so we got to talk offline. Uh, Dan and I need to understand, we need to figure out how we join adventures, urban club. Uh, and we could even join prior to that if possible, so that we're not just, uh, bogarting the, uh, uh, the, the collaboration there. So, uh, we, we, we love tasting from other, other clubs and picks and, uh, yeah. So, um, okay. So, so we talked about the barrel shortage that that's somewhere where I was going to kind of go with you. Now I wasn't going to go specifically on the, the shortage because there's a lot of unique things that have happened over the past 18 months, right. That, that have presented some unique challenges that we otherwise haven't really seen or experienced probably in our lifetime, not to this degree. And, uh, you know, and, and we're seeing things kind of start to compound now and there there's multiple, you know, it's kind of that perfect storm di dilemma that's happening. So, so what's, what does it look like for, uh, for bourbon coffee co to maybe, reuse barrels. Uh, I would imagine that your coffee after, well, we'll get back to your coffee, uh, your, your maturation process in a second, but, um, with the barrels, what are you doing with your barrels? Once they're coffee, do they go into breweries or are they going to, uh, probably we're right now, uh, we're open on that because basically, you know, so coffee absorbs, you know, it's gonna, it's gonna suck the moisture out of everything. So when we put them in these barrels, the barrels are freshly dumped. You know, we only want barrels that have been dumped within the 12 days, you know, and that's, that's on the, the high end, you know, typically right. we're getting barrels within six days of being dumped, which means that you open these things up and they're wet inside. They, they might still have bourbon inside and we want to fill them then get them filled. But once, once the aging process has completed, 
you know, the rings are falling off, you know, we're sucking the moisture out of this wood. And now, you know, going forward, it's now making me want to, you know, at least put a couple uh, uh, screws in the sides to keep it up so they, they're not falling down. Um, you know, I, I have a couple of them that I tried rehydrating, you know, bringing them, making them expand again. It's a, uh, it's a process. Um, but we're kind of right now we're on the, in the mix of this kind of gathering and, uh, you know, seeing if anyone's interested in, in these, uh, barrels, you know, cause we, there's not a whole lot we can do with once we're done with them. And, you know, most of the, the flavor, the smell has been just sucked into these beans and that's where we're getting all of our flavor from our coffee. It just, I mean, it literally sucks these, these barrels dry that have been sitting, you know, for four plus years. You're saying the coffee does. So the coffee just dries the barrels out. So are you, so when you're aging, if you can share, uh, how long do you age the beans for, by the way, it's probably a, a range, but. So I'll give you a range. So it's anywhere between, uh, two months and a year. Um, okay. Some of our longer ones are going to be a little bit longer. Um, and, you know, we didn't want something that was overpowering. I've tried some of the other bourbon infused coffees out there and some of them are overpowering. It's, you know, I feel like I'm drinking alcohol and, you know, I, yes, there's a time for that, but I don't think it's, we, we didn't want that overpowering flavor. You know, we still wanted to have that coffee, but also with the bourbon in there as well. Um, and we've also had some, uh, you know, in our R and D process, you know, just from elevation, you know, we have a big facility and, uh, we had, we had some, most of them were on ground level on a pallet. And then we had some that were about 20 feet up off the ground and we had some issues with those. We don't know what caused the issue, but you know, that's the whole thing about R and D, you know, it's kind of a learning process and uh, you know, we don't know if it would have anything to do with, you know, a little bit hotter up, up higher, you know, we just, we really don't know. So, um, you know, it's, it's an experience. It's the learning curve. That's for sure. Um, you know, that no one thought that this was going to be an easy, uh, endeavor. Um, but it's definitely, uh, eye opening when you crack one of these barrels open after it's been sitting for, you know, four or five months and, uh, see it. Yeah, there you go. You know, so see it. And there you can see the char on that. It's beautiful looking char. It is. <laughs> yeah. So, so when you're putting the beans in, you're putting the beans in green, right? They're green. Yeah. And, so they're and, green. They put them in and they're tan and we pull them out, which is really unique that they suck the color out of uh, the, the walls of the barrel. Yeah. And, but, and you're not, you're not adding any water. It's just the dry beans themselves. Dry beans right in the barrel. Yeah. Nice. It's a wet barrel. So, you know, that's, that's, you know, we don't know if that's, if that's any different because we've tried to dry one and just didn't age properly. Um, the wet, wet ones are the best and it's hard, hard to find, uh, the wet ones that people are wanting to give up. Cause you know, it's a lot of these, these barrels after they're done from a distillery, you know, they're going to microbreweries, they're going to, you know, beer companies that are aging them as well. Um, and you know, that might be something that we might want to tackle down the road, you know, see what it, what it's like if you take 
a barrel that's been from a distillery aged with beer and then aged with a coffee. I don't know if it's going to pull out any of the, uh, you know, the bourbon flavors, it might pour, pull more out of the, you know, the beer flavors out of it, but I don't think anyone's ever done that either. Not, not that I know of. I was just thinking for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Fun stuff, man. That's, um, uh, so are there any notable barrels that you, that you would want to speak of? Like you, you've got a, you got a four roses or a Turkey or a, a, a Willet you know, purple top. That's just like, Holy shit. This was because I'm also kind of looking at this thing thinking, okay, well, you know, this, we, we got this single barrel, uh, bag and, and yes, I think that's, you know, kind of like bourbon. It, that's the fun part about the single barrel process is, is kind of, you know, going through the new expressions. But then if it's like, you know, wow, that one just really, you know, hit the right notes for me. It's like, well, I got to get another one of those because there's not going to be another Exactly, exactly. And we do have uh, we have a 55 gallon drum that we save of all of our barrels. So, you know, whatever we're filling, we say we put a little bit aside and those might be a special release, you know, from one that, you know, we're getting a lot of feedback from that is amazing. Um, we definitely hold a little bit left before and not like so we'll cut it at you know let's say we have 200 pounds you know we're gonna take 20 pounds and we're gonna put it to the side and that's gonna just sit there and you know it's sealed in a, a sealed container so it doesn't you know because that coffee beans they'll they'll last forever until they roast and then once they roast you kind of have a year you know the timer starts right. uh, so we're we're saving a little bit of every barrel and you know marking them and then you know when you get these ones you know that are uh specialty ones so they come in actually a That's cool. glass bottle yeah um we're gonna put the, the bottle number we're gonna put the date it was roasted on the back we'll have the barrel number and then the weight for this so we each oh, nice. each one of these you know each coffee bean is a different size therefore we can fit different weights in these you know they range anywhere from you know 10 ounces and up um that will fit in this once they're dry um but that's kind of the, the cool part of this you know this is more of a gift idea you know mm -hmm. it's because it's a higher you know it's a higher price uh uh ticket item the cool thing about it is if you can see that we have a valve that we put on the tops of all of our things all of our coffee has a valve on the back Yep. Um, and the white ones have the valve on the front. It's mm -hmm. a one-way valve and it allows the uh, carbon dioxide out and no oxygen in, mm -hmm. therefore allowing the coffee to last a little bit longer than typical. Um, but this is this is a prototype kind of uh, valve, so we're uh, going with it and it, it, it does work. And, you know, I because we filled this with uh, fresh coffee and coffee will gas for uh, up to 10 days after you roast it. And if you have that sealed, it's going to pop off that top. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, because you'll, you'll see a lot of these bags when you get delivered, they're, they're going to be poofy because they are filled with air with the carbon dioxide that will release slowly through that valve. 
Sure, sure. And you guys, are you, are you doing everything on site? I mean, I'm sure the bottles and the bags and stuff, but you're, 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 um, you're barreling, you're roasting, you're bagging, bottling, et cetera, everything on site. Everything on site, everything on site. And, uh, you know, that's, we, we want to keep everything in one place. We don't want to be, you know, cause there's things get lost in the transition, you know, you're moving things, you know, just, you don't know what can happen. And we like to make sure that we have control of that, you know, just every part of the supply chain we have control over. Yeah. How are you guys? Um, I saw this picture on your site as well with the, um, the testing. What were you guys doing here? That's where we sample roast. So we will, as the barrels are aging, we like to test them every couple of weeks and we can put a sample roast into those. There's a propane, uh, a propane tank connected to these. And this is where we will basically roast uh, sample roast. You know, we can do 12 ounce sample roast, taste it, see if it's the right one, you know, and you don't want to taste coffee right after it's roasted. You want to give it a day or two um, just to kind of calm down from the roast. Um, but that's how, that's where we uh, do our sampling. Very cool. Yeah, because you, you, we have typically we'll have four four barrels going at the same time, and each of them being different. And we want to sample because some of them we've noticed that some get ready before others, and you know we don't have a rhyme or reason to it. It's just kind of the nature of the beast. You're playing with uh, nature here, and uh, you know some barrels, whether they've been aged longer, maybe it's you know they're it's deeper into the wood. You know, it's we're kind of still figuring that out, but uh, it's uh, definitely unique um, that the fact that not one barrel finishes at the same time. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I guess too, it probably has to make up the. Or, you know, you were talking about the sugar content and the uh, the arabica bean. I mean, that probably has some play in. Uh, you know, is, is it a four roses barrel with a, a, a rye forward mash bill, right? What's the sugar content mm-hmm. in the barrel and how's that playing off of the, off of the bean itself? I, I would expect, I don't know. I'm definitely no chemist. I, I'm just kind of rationalizing as you're, as you're talking. Definitely. About yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, it's definitely cause we did do one, uh, with a Mexican blend and we weren't happy with it. You know, we, we basically, uh, 200 pounds of coffee in a barrel and we, we got done with it and we're not happy, you know, and I'm not willing to sell a product. I can't stand behind, you know, I can, I can stand behind this. You know, I can, I know I can drink this every single day and say, man, this is a great cup of coffee. Yeah. Speaking of how do you, um, how do you take your coffee by the way, just, you know, on, on, on the regular. Um, typically black, um, but I do here and there, I like to add a little bit of vanilla creamer. Vanilla creamer is going to bring out some crazy flavors in the coffee. Um, most people don't know that, but you know, a lot of people don't like to add flavoring to it, but vanilla will bring out flavors. Hmm. So if you want to bring out more flavors in the coffee, add a little bit of vanilla to it and you're going to the flavor explosion will be like night and day from just the typical black cup of coffee to, you know, with some cream in it. Um, I like to ro- I like to brew mine in a French press. That's my way of my choice. I've most of my life, it's always been cured because I was always on the go. Um, now, you know, I can 
enjoy my coffee um you know and eventually we are we do plan to come out with the keurig um but not your typical keurig type cup it's going to be not a plastic ring it's going to be like kind of a filter all the way around the outside um it's going to be it's going to have the color coding for those smart keurigs that need the color coding um but that's that's what we're working on right now i just I'm very skeptical about doing it because I don't feel that it's going to bring out the true flavor of this coffee, but we're doing the R and D work right now. And if I'm satisfied with it, sorry about that. If I'm uh, satisfied with it, I will, I will, I will put it to the market. But as of right now, we're still kind of playing it, figuring it out, seeing if it's going to work. Um, you know, and go from there. Um, it's, we have, we have some really cool flavors that we're going to be coming out with, but I'll let you guys go and then I'll get to that. And then, uh, in a second. Hi, this is Brian Montgomery of your golf and you're listening to dirties and bourbon. coming up on pumpkin season and i did notice on your <laughs> website so you got a uh, you got a pumpkin blend you've got uh, i think there's a maple blend i don't know if that's and i'm calling it a blend uh you, you'll correct me on the terminology but uh and then there's an irish uh irish cream so yeah talk talk a little about those what's the um, you know what what's how are you getting those flavors what's different from that than you know what you're doing in just the uh i say just but in in the uh you know the the barrel aged perfect yeah so um so we have you know, so this the white bag is going to be our barrel aids. This is the this is the one that's coming out of the barrel. Um, this is the one that's always going to come out of the barrel, along with the the bottle. You know, these are the ones that are always going to come out of the barrel. We have we spent almost a year on development of our bourbon infused so these are bourbon extracts so we have created we have formulated a formula with all natural flavoring um you'll never have to worry about any nut or anything allergies by any means but these are strictly extract so this is arabica beans our fresh arabica beans with our bourbon extract and with our maple extract maple bourbon extract we are going to be converting the maple maple bourbon we're going to be using our barrel aged in this with just the maple flavoring so you're going to get that maple you know that gives you that warm fuzzy feeling uh you know wintertime kind of uh coffee um but the pumpkin obviously you know we're in that pumpkin season everyone needs to have a pumpkin spice uh coffee um i'm not a fan of pumpkin i do not like pumpkin so it's not for me but it's for everyone else and i have no problem creating a amazing pumpkin spice bourbon coffee um 
will be coming out. They, I, we were experimenting with all these flavors. We're going to be, and these were going to be monthly. So we haven't, so once a month, you're going to have this specialty blend that's going to come out and it's always going to be made with our, our bourbon infused coffee. Um, but like a mint julep. Oh, uh, that one, you know, so it's, you know, I'm not a fan of like these, you know, flavored coffees, but we're going to add, you know, real flavoring into it. So like, um, our Kentucky mule. So this is going to be our bourbon. It's going to have little pieces of ginger. It's going to have little pieces of lime in it. And then when you blend it up, you're going to mix everything together. And that's by far one of my favorites right now. That ginger is like, just hits your throat. You're like, this is, I feel like I, this should have alcohol on it. You know, that's the way, that's the way it is. Um, nice. You know, we're going to come it, it, out. It easily could, right? Oh, definitely. Oh, I mean, and that's one nice thing about this coffee. You add a little bit of bourbon into it and it just brings out the flavor. You know, you can... I, I've already hit it with some different bourbons. I hit it with the bourbon cream. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, to your point about kind of the, the <clears throat> coffee. Is, the good news is the coffee is uh, bold enough, if you will. I wouldn't necessarily, I mean, you, you can, you, as you, depending on how you brew it, you, you know, you can kind of regulate the strength of it. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, if, if you're making it for, you know, to add something like a bourbon cream or some bourbon, I mean, you can definitely uh, the, the coffee holds up to uh, adding something in there and still being able to taste, you know, the, the original product. So I thought that was really nice. Definitely. Definitely. And, you know, we're coming out with the eggnog um, maple syrup. Old fashioned is one that we're working on right now. Um, Irish cream, a peanut butter bourbon. Uh, hot toddy, a bourbon sidecar. These are ones that we're kind of experimenting with, you know, cause we're working on something that that's very unique. You know, we, it's not going to be your typical coffee company. This is going to have, you know, everything that we're going to do is going to have a little twist of bourbon with it. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, I don't think there's any companies out there that are doing what we're doing. And that's why I'm so love what we're doing. You know, it's, it's exciting. Every day is like, all right, you know, what are we going to come up with today? You know, what kind of flavor, you know, what kind of mix are we going to do? You know, do we try and, you know, try different beans? You know, it's, we yeah. we're so happy with what we have so far, yeah. you know, is it, are we to a point where do we try something else or do you just keep with what's working? Yeah. You know, so, Kind of where we're at. Hey, so Ryan, what's your favorite um, cocktail that you made with the with the coffee? Um, with my with the coffee, um, or somebody's made for you. Either way, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I, I definitely like uh, you know throw, doing the old fashioned. You know, it's a little bit of the old fashioned in there, and uh, you know, little you know, because I the coffee will overpower a lot of these drinks, but you know, just a little bit in there, it just gives you that that coffee taste, little hints in there. Um, but I, I love that. I, I mean, you can't go wrong with it old fashioned, um, yeah. if it's done right. Yeah. Um, but I, I just feel that this kind of complements it. Nice. Nice. I, I haven't done it yet, but we're going to, but this is, uh, I feel like, uh, an espresso martini yeah, is uh, yeah. coffee martini. Yeah. I mean, 
I, I as you're asking the question, I'm going like, shit, why am I not drinking one of those right now? I wasn't now? asking you, Cal. <laughs> no, I know. I was just thinking. I was just thinking. I wanted to get, I wanted to slip that in there. Just, just in case. Hey, which by the way, uh, Ryan, I didn't see a cocktail. Yeah. Uh, and not, not only could it be a cocktail page on your website, mm-hmm. it could also be a mocktail page mm-hmm. on your website. So mm-hmm. you could try it with or without alcohol. And here's what you do with our coffee. Yep. I'm writing that down. I like that idea. Or on the back of a bag, maybe on the back of one of those, uh, you know, specialty bags that you had. Ooh, yeah, yeah. That'd be a great uh, little recipe on the bag for the pumpkin, uh, mm-hmm. a pumpkin latte uh, daiquiri. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Maybe it's not a daiquiri, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, like yeah that. that's uh, that's a pretty cool. So we had uh, we had. Um, Cricket shirts on, and I don't know sure if you can see this, Ryan, but they come with these little tags. And Cal, you don't have one, do you? The little tags, Mm-mm. and on the tag it has it has a uh, recipe on the back. I'm sorry you can't see it, but um, it has a recipe on the back of the tag. Yeah. But yeah, it's got the oh, size, oh. and then yeah, the, when you flip it over, then it's got like if it's a green shirt, it might have like a Hemingway daiquiri recipe or something. You know, something kind of relative relative to uh, you know the flavor of the shirt, if you will. But uh, but yeah, solid whiskey solid sour idea. and all that. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, it, I like like that. Just I mean, it just goes down to you know the the four roses. You know, having you know this this little you know it doesn't it's not really saying a whole lot. You know, it doesn't have a recipe. I don't think in here does it. Uh, no recipe, but I mean, just this little, just something special, you know, that you don't expect. Yep. Well, which too, I think is pretty cool with the, uh, like with, so with, uh, it being a single barrel, right. You're giving us a lot of information. I mean, I can see the evolution of the, uh, of, you know, as I asked earlier, and as you mentioned, right, we're going to start labeling and giving more information accordingly. And there's mm. probably lots of, of unique information about the barrel that, you know, might otherwise be stated, that uh, that it's not in conflict with anything else that kind of leads the person down the path of, oh, I think that's what I'm drinking. You know, cause oh, exactly. Again, that's yeah, kind of like what I would like to do is do a, a, you know, if once I can get permission, you know, to say that, you know, this is, uh, you know, four roses, you know, if I can say that, then I would like to do a barrel and say, all right, everyone that's trying this one, this is, you know, barrel 10, Try and figure out what it is, and then we'll have like a giveaway at the end, you know, for okay. you know something, you know, a bottle of whatever is in there. You know, it'd be kind of cool to get, do something like that. Um, but you know, it's has to deal deal with all that uh, le- yeah, legality, everything, legalese and T's and C's. Yeah, but but to your point, Ryan, I mean, and kind of you know, as you you mentioned a couple times, I mean, the uniqueness, I think, of what you're doing and, and, you know, is just that and that whole single barrel process that, that provides that. And, and for a coffee drinker, and I, I'll say, I, I probably haven't had, uh, I probably haven't brought or, or had a bag of ground coffee in a place that I've lived. And I couldn't tell you when it, it's, it's whole beans all the time. And, you know, there's a lot of, um, a lot of good coffees out there, not, not dogging out any other coffee, coffee brands or roasters, but, but they're, you know, from a uniqueness standpoint and in the fact that what you're going to give them, you know, give the consumer, the coffee drinker every single time. I think that that's uh, I, I think it's a fun interaction, right? I mean, and to your point and kind of where you're going with the, you know, the, the bourbon play, if you will, is, is, Hey, you can now enjoy your coffee kind of like you enjoy your bourbon. I, I think there's, you know, and, and, or maybe now are you getting coffee drinkers into drinking more bourbon? I mean, do you, you, you've got it going on both sides, man. 
Oh, I think, I mean, I think it can pull, yeah, definitely people from both sides of the, the spectrum, you know, cause it's just in, you know, the funny thing about it is, you know, I, I, t- I let my, uh, my stepmother try this. She's not a, she's not a huge bourbon person and she loves the coffee. You know, she, she was one of the first people to order it, ordered two bags and, you know, obviously she's my stepmom, so she's going to be ordering one of the, the expensive right. ones. But, you know, it's, it's, she's like, this is an amazing cup of coffee. She's like, this is it. You know, this is this is what what you're going to be known for is this coffee. So, you know, someone that's uh, very critical of, you know, things, you know, she's very uh, IBM executive. So, you know, looking, you know, when she says something like that, I'm like, all right. I got something. <laughs> there you go. There you yeah. Go. And, and be sure again, that's, you know, the, I don't want to keep talking and we're not talking about price by any means, but and I know what you're saying that the, you know, the bottle is more expensive and, and because, you know, yes, the beans inside, but then the packaging outside, but man, what a great idea and a great gift for somebody. It's like, Hey, I know a bourbon drinker at the office or wherever, but I can't get them a bottle of bourbon for whatever reason. I mean, this is a fantastic way to be able to do that. And, and uh, it, it is not, outrageously priced by any means for what you're getting from a packaging standpoint. And again, and the uniqueness of the beans that you're getting. So I I wouldn't, uh, I I wouldn't, I wouldn't steer people down a road of don't go and take a look at it. Cause yeah. No, it's it's definitely, I mean, it's, it's in the, in the ballpark. I mean, it's not crazy, but I mean, you know, it's, I don't want people to have, you know, sticker shock, you know, as well, you know, you go and you know, it's coffee, but this is a very unique coffee. You know, this is, this isn't your, you know, your local coffee, you know, this is something, it's an experience, you know, like I, like I keep on saying, you know, this is a coffee that's, an experience. Cal, yeah. he said there is no, it's in the ballpark. And then he said, this is really good. I, I automatically went to Pulp Fiction. Ain't no ballpark neither. And this is not Bonnie's coffee because Bonnie buys the crap. Okay. This is the good stuff. That's right. <laughs> Bonnie's coffee is shit. We don't drink shit around here. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's Love so that. Love Bonnie, that. But yeah, I mean, when it comes to like this labeling, I mean, we t- we definitely took the time and and the you know the effort to ca- to come up with the perfect you know label you know we have it's it's every time I buy you know whether it's you know this kind of you know uh, three roses you know just holding it in your hand feeling the the label you know it's it's in it, it's an experience in its own and you know that's kind of what I wanted to go for you know I wanted you to feel this this label and it's it's like that matte black and it has the the chrome you know the gold in there that just pops and it just it's the same experience with bourbon, I wanted people to get with, you know, a coffee company. Oh no, I'm, I'm already thinking again about that espresso martini. And I'm thinking about <laughs> after I use that bottle, I'm going to put the bourbon in the bottle and there's going to be some residual coffee flavor in the bourbon bottle. So it's a multiple use bottle as far as I'm concerned. And that's where I'm going to pour my bourbon. Or, yeah. My coffee flavored bourbon if i can say it's not going to be flavored it's going to be infused kind of but it's going to have some of that residual coffee flavor uh, left over that that's i think that that's actually pretty probably just and and if i i recommend you know leaving a couple uh beans in there 
you know, get those beans. Uh, I actually did that on, it was just an experiment, but the bourbon that came out of the the first batch that we did, I, I pulled probably 12 ounces out of these fresh barrels that I got and I put them into a, into a, another bourbon bottle and threw coffee beans into it and just let it sit for a couple of weeks. Then I, uh, took it out, roasted them, and now I just kind of have them sitting, waiting for that special day uh, to give them a try because they should definitely be something uh, that's probably really strong with the bourbon flavor, but, uh, yeah, sure. you know, we typically aren't doing it that way, so it's just a very different process, but it was just kind of me uh, having a couple too many drinks and being like, this looks <laughs> like a good idea. <laughs> let's, let's, let's try it. If it doesn't work, you can waste it. I mean, nothing really wasted. You, I mean, I'd oh. still drink, I'd still drink it anyway. So that, yeah. Well, I still, I'm looking at one at, at that bottle that has this much left in it and you open that up and you can smell the bourbon, but the coffee is definitely in there. Oh, nice. Nice. Do you guys yeah, uh, mix up the, the roast styles or by the different ones or what do you do there? So we, we pick the medium roast because okay. you're, it's kind of the full balanced. Um, you know, most people don't know that a dark roast actually has less caffeine than, you know, a light roast. Um, a lot of people think that that dark roast is going to give you more of that caffeine and it. It really doesn't. It actually take it. You're getting more of the coffee flavoring with the darker, the roast. Mm -hmm. We did um, a couple samples with a, a darker roast I wasn't a huge fan. My, uh, my old man was definitely a fan of it. And, uh, you know, he's like, you're going to do more of those. <laughs> and and I, I said, you know, calm your horses. Let me, let me, let me send you one of what I'm just doing right now. And you tell me what you think. And he's like, was that the same roast? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, he's like that, that tasted a lot like the other one. I'm like, are you sure dad and he's like and i asked his wife and his his, his wife is like no jerry that was definitely a different one <laughs> what's that so um it, you know anything you ever try this with a an espresso and I, I don't have a machine i've got a hand press but i haven't tried it yet i was going to get on it i was going to ask you I've actually had a, uh, a few people that I've uh, sent out to the bur in the bourbon community that did do that. And they said that it was amazing. They said that, uh, but they, they felt that the, the mate, the flavor came through best with, the uh, just like, you know, doing a French press or, uh, oh, the drip over. Yeah. I didn't uh, pour over on mine. So. Yeah. yeah. And I, I mean, I, I enjoy both of both ways. I'm going to definitely, uh, my buddy has an espresso machine, so I'm going to, I'm going to take it over there and give it a whirl and see what comes from it. Um, I'm just not a huge espresso guy. I like just well, my normal coffee. Cal's going to turn us into bubble gump where he's like, I, I got my, my coffee, bourbon, martini, my affogato <laughs> with my ice cream and everything else. My Americano. <laughs> I mean, I think, you know, it's like, uh, uh, I, I mean, Ryan said it best at the beginning of the show, man, I can drink bourbon. <laughs> I can, I can, I can have the nuances of bourbon while I'm drinking coffee and I'm not doing anything bad. 
That's right. That's right. <laughs> which, uh, yeah, which, which is fantastic. Uh, so you talked about some of the flavors coming out and, and I'm, so I'm going to kind of go back just a little bit. And I know we're, we're all about single barrels and maybe you talked enough about this. Dan, will redirect me if you did. Uh, but it, so are you thinking anything about the second, like, so, you know, we, we talked about the maple infused, but what's it look like getting into like some of these maybe honey barrels that are, that are reused, right? So whether you, you were going bourbon, then we're going on honey and now we're coming back or we're going bourbon, we're going uh, maple syrup, and then we're coming back. And then even if, and, and some people, if, if you don't, if you're not drinking, uh, I don't, can I say boutique? Or, or if, 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 if you're drink, if you're drinking single source specialty coffees, uh, you know, it's not uncommon to pick up cherry notes or grape notes or stone fruit notes. And, uh, we mentioned cinnamons and baking spices, mm-hmm. and that's without adding absolutely anything to it. Now, granted it's there, there's probably a little something you need to make. Maybe you need to take a little bit of time and make it the, make it a different way other than the old drip coffee maker, which you still could get that in a drip coffee maker without any issues. But mm-hmm. I'm thinking if, if you're pulling some of these things out, I mean, is there, I mean, is there a poor cask finish being in the future i wouldn't say no i uh i'm actually uh we're talking with some uh vendors to get some pretty unique things and i don't know if it's going to be something that it's going to be solely that or mixed with with our regular bourbon you know it's i don't know i don't want to overpower people but i think that some of uh some of because we've we've looked into the maple syrup. I uh, I have contacts in Vermont that we can get it straight from the tree. Mm. Um, so if I can do that, um, I'm contemplating doing a little mixture. So have a little bit of our just straight bourbon barrel age, and then have a have some of it you know aging in a in a maple barrel. Sure. Um, and seeing what we can pull out from there because I just. Maple is such a powerful flavor and you don't, the last thing you want to do is overpower something that you're trying to bring out, you know? So, um, but you know, we've looked into even, uh, you know, I've even seen some cognac, um, you know, just some very different stuff. You know, you can always get the wine barrels and stuff like that. I don't know if that's the, the way we want to go, but I definitely want it. You know, and I was even, talking to one of my uh my resources for barrels and he was asking he's like well what do you think of a rye and i'm like i I might have to give that a whirl um you know just to see what what flavors come out from there yeah uh by by the by the way uh our friends over at broad branch uh distillery in winston-salem north carolina they're using uh, virgin oak barrels, and I believe they're only using them one time. So, uh, just so you know, what's the name of that? What's the name of the distillery? Uh, yeah, it's, it's broad branch distilling in Winston Salem. And, uh, the guy you're going to want to talk to, I, I can give it to you offline. Well, it's, uh, it's, uh, I can tell you now, I don't care. He doesn't care. It's Daniel Spivey. Uh, he's a great dude. He's there. Uh, I don't want to call him their brand ambassador. He's there. Um, uh, head, well, he's the head of brand development. So there you go. But great guy just mm-hmm. had him on a show. I don't think we released it yet, but, uh, really, really solid, solid rye whiskeys. Uh, every, 
they've got several that are four years. I think everything that you're using from what I saw on your website, I don't know if that's still the case, but everything's four years or more. So, yeah, that's what we're trying to get because I feel that that's when the barrel's having enough saturation, um, you know, and the, the angels share devil's cut, whatever you want to call it. Um, I feel that four years is the minimum, but you know, I, I'm, I'm game to try, uh, younger, you know, I just don't know how it's gonna pan out. So, you know, it's kind of, uh, you know, that's the beautiful thing about this business. You know, it's R and D work on a regular basis. Right. I, I, I think you've got so many, mm-hmm. um, I think there are so many directions that, that you've got to, I mean, you've probably got more, uh, yeah, you've got R and D out the ass, man. I mean, you've, you've got things that you're good. Like it, you know, you're not going to have, I mean, it's like, I, I would be so scatterbrained <laughs> over there and there would be so many projects being worked on uh-huh. that there would, there wouldn't be anything to sell. Here's what I, here's what he's, here's what, here's where he's going to be Cal in like 10 years is he's going to have these, these bourbon barrels and he's going to age the, the beans in them. Right. And then he's going to have a wood fired roaster and he's going to, he's going to use the barrel to fire the roaster for the beans. I think you got something there. <laughs> See, you told you. <laughs> come, 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 uh, come tour the, the shop, come tour the uh, facility and roast your own bean with your own, uh, barrel yeah. staves. Yeah. That'd be, that, that's, that's something. Now you got me. Now you guys got me thinking of other things. This is like down the road, but I like that. Uh Oh, did we lose him? He'll be back. He'll be <laughs> but back. I like that idea. It's interesting, you know, cause a lot of times, uh, we're actually thinking of, you know, a lot, lot, lot of these companies will sell just like chips of, of the uh, barrel and, you know, throwing that along with, mm-hmm. you know, the barrel to bring out even more flavors um, would yeah. be interesting if that, if that you know, it's, it's and, and, you know, we're trying to be in that happy medium. We know what we got right now is amazing. Mm-hmm. Oh, we yeah. don't, you know, when you start screwing around with things then you start, you know, you could get past the point where it's, then it gets to a point where it's no good anymore. And that's, you know, then you, you've wasted, you know, 200 pounds of coffee. Right. Right. There's <laughs> a, a big mistake to be making, but, um, you know, it, the whole part of, you know, starting a new business, it's a lot of, uh, a lot of trial and error until you come up with that perfect, uh, cup that I feel we're, I think we're pretty damn close. There you go. There you go. Cal. Uh, we lost your vocal, buddy. We lost your vocal. Yep. No. See what you guys there did you there. There you go. There you go. Tried, tried to kick me off. I, I don't know what I said or what I did, but you're trying to kick me off I the show. I'm so glad I found <laughs> this mute button. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I have, I mean, I, I had a point that I was making, you guys probably made it, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I think I caught the tail end of that. I got kicked off for a second, but yeah, I mean, you've got so many facets that you can start to explore. I mean, it, this is, um, yeah, pretty much endless. I think, man, I, I think it's a fantastic concept. Love where, uh, the, the coffee is great on its own. I'm not trying to change anything. That's not why we had you on. No, oh, no, uh, but no, just, no. just in, yeah, just in kind of talking through this thing. I mean, it's fun to, it's fun to talk with an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I don't know if when I cut out, but, uh, you know, that's the, that's the other challenge about being the first 
you being the first coffee guy, I mean, you know, we're like, shit, we weren't expecting all this. I mean, what, what, what else can we talk about now? But we also don't <laughs> want to throw too many things out there that it's like, uh, hey, giving other people. It's yeah, great to point. give other people ideas, but, you know, develop it on your own and, and don't uh, no reason to Bogart uh, the coffee. Oh, and there's, I mean, it, and, you know, not to say that, there, you know, this is a small niche, you know, business, you know, it's not, there's not a lot of people out there. And, you know, I, you know, yeah, there's some people that are going to get into this, but I mean, it's not, you know, starting a business is not, I mean, this is my fourth company, fourth or fifth company that I've started. So, um, it's not easy. <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of, lot of challenges. There's a lot of, uh, tears, sweat, pain that goes through starting a company. And, uh, you know, my business partner is, you know, one of the best partners that I could ever have, you know, he supports, uh, you know, what I do because I'm always that, uh, you know, take charge kind of guy. And, uh, you know, let's, let's do this, let's do this. And, you know, he's supported every part of, uh, this business and, uh, you know, it's his, his idea. And then we just kind of just took on with it. And, you know, it, it was kind of cool the way we started, you know, he's like, he's like, Hey man, I got, I got an idea. I'm like, oh, yeah. what kind of idea you got? I'm like, I'm always open for ideas. And he's like, what do you think of a bourbon barrel aged coffee company? I'm like, I love it. Yeah. I'm like, that sounds great. Let's do it and get, 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 get us two glasses, a bottle of bourbon. And let's start, uh, let's start the list. Exactly. I'm like, let's do this. You know, this is a great, I, I love it. You know, it's just unique. And I, you know, I did my research, I Google searched, you know, till I'm blue in the face and, uh, you know, it's, I'm like, I think we have something here and you know, it's, it's as long as we just make it ours, you know, don't copy, you know, mimic anyone else, you know, make it, make it ours. You know, that's what I think is, uh, why we're going to, you know, launch this into outer space is, you know, we're, we're not trying to copy off of anyone. Yeah. We use, we look at other people, what they're doing, but you know, we're, we're one of a kind, you know, we're not trying to be anyone else and we're not trying to compete with anyone else. You know, we're ourselves and we set ourselves in this, you know, kind of the niche market, but, uh, you know, the bourbon community is such a huge community and it's worldwide, you know, it's, you know, you look at, you, know, you can look at, you know, on Instagram or, you know, whatever platform you're on. I mean, there's people all over the world that are, you know, hunting bottles that, you know, they can't get, or, you know, it's just, it's, it's very unique community. And I, and I love that part of it. And they're loyal, you know, people in this bourbon community are loyal, you know, which is, it's hard to find. Well, yeah. you, you give somebody a good product that has plenty of transparency. So people know what they're drinking at a fair price and you've got a customer for life, I would say, or, and, and, you know, in, in some form or fashion. And I, I think that's really the, you know, as I was saying earlier, I mean, I think that's where you've got a unique uh, opportunity to, um, to, to provide a product to a consumer that's looking for something that you're probably going to give more than most of the, you know, the billboards, if you will. I mean, because some people are very um, uh, restrictive in what they want to provide and how much they want to tell you and, and, and all, you know, all that good stuff. But I mean, you mentioned it, right? I mean, what you're doing is not dissimilar from making bourbon. 
right? I mean, you've yeah. got to have, I'm, I'm going to say, I don't know, is coffee technically a grain? I think it's a bean, so it's a legume, right? It's a cherry. Okay, a cherry, so it's a pitted okay. fruit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so okay, so it's a pitted fruit, but again, I'm, I'm just for conversation's sake because uh, you're not going to stay on with us all night. But I mean, you, you've got a you've got a product that you harvest, you've got a product that uh, that you're cooking, and you've got a, a maturation process that then is you know turns it the road the you know the development of the product. It's but the 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 individual the consumer mm-hmm. gets to actually brew that themselves at home. So you, you got, I mean, it's, I, I think it's a really nice fit into, uh, you know, what, where the, where the bourbon whiskey market is today. And, you know, what, what the consumer, uh, being like a Dan or myself, even yourself, right. And what we're looking for in, in a, in a spirit, you're providing it to us in a, you know, in a, in a, in a flavor profile. It's a little bit different, right? We've kept you a long time. We do have a couple more questions, but before we get into that, um, how can people find bourbon coffee co in the Chicago land area or anywhere else? Uh, you can find us on uh, Instagram at bourbon coffee co. Um, you can also find our website at, uh, bourboncoffeeco.com and we are taking orders currently we ship anywhere from i have our we had our first puerto rican uh order yesterday and we're still working on getting canada all set up but um if you can't if if a website won't allow you shoot me an email and uh i'll make sure i get it out to you Nice. Yeah, if you hit them on IG, they will respond. I mean, that's uh, how we got connected. So it, it, yeah. it, they're real people. I and I'm on top of everything. I'm in charge of all social media. So if if you respond, I will get back with you. Typically that day, or typically within a couple hours. So uh, you know, I I stay on top of everything. And you know, any questions, comments, concerns reach out to me you can also uh, email me at ryan at bourboncoffeeco.com dan what you got uh favorite places to eat and dine eat drink and dine or whatever you know over in the chai area um well drink wise i would say um whiskey and wine tasting room in algonquin illinois um they have, I want to say, about 300 bottles uh, to try, all different ranges, and strongly suggest you uh, go out to that place. Um, Restaurant-wise, um, it's been, uh, there's not a whole lot of places that, there places are still starting to open up. Okay. Some places are uh, being goofy. Um, what would I say? Uh, not a. I would just say just the normal places, man. I'm a, I'm a huge uh, smoker myself. I smoke my own stuff. I cook my own meals. I don't go out a whole lot okay. um, because okay. I enjoy uh, making my own. There you go. <laughs> oh, so so back to so smoking uh, on on the on the barbecue, right? Or or, or smoker, Uh, what's your uh, what's your protein of choice to smoke? And do you have a favorite recipe? Um, I'm a I'm a huge fan of uh, pork shoulder. Um, I love a pork shoulder, brown sugar, um, you know, just the normal spices, salt, pepper. um, And then I, you know, a little bit of vinegar. Um, 
I'm, I'm, you call it a day, you know, uh, sounds like a Carolina barbecue to me. (laughs) Oh yeah. You know, I love, I love my vinegars and my, uh, my smoking. Uh, that's, that's the way, you know, I'm from the Midwest, but it's, uh, I love the, I love the Carolina smokers, you know, just that, that vinegar, just not just like that bitter kind of taste in in the meat, you know, and I, you know, you can throw a barbecue sauce on it as well, but you know, it's good. Just, just pull it and eat it. All right. So I got three. They'll be quick. Uh, are you a golfer? I am. Oh, uh, where are we playing in Chicago? Chicago. Um, Steeple chase. Okay. That's in uh Mundelein. And, uh, that's where we had, uh, the adventure bourbon club. We had our first golf outing at that, uh, golf course. And I love that golf course. Nice. Is that near, um, shit. Uh, the name's escaping me. Uh, where'd they play the Ryder cup in 12, 14, 12, 2012, um, Northwest, uh, uh, God, I can't believe it. I can't think of the name of uh, Medina. Medina. Um, yeah, kind of. Not really. Okay. Like right, it's gotcha. still, it's in the area within 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. Cause I, I, I didn't play Medina, but I played a course like 20 minutes, maybe 20 minutes. It was 20 minutes with traffic. So it was probably like, I don't know, six or eight miles just South, I believe of Medina, but I can't remember. It was a private club, but I forget the name of it too. Um, uh, there's a it, old orchard is a good one. I also, uh, um, what's another one? Uh, Hawthorne country club. That's a really good one. Um, that's a private club. I think it was Hawthorne. Uh, nevertheless, all right. So steep and, and can you play steeplechase or is that private? Oh, you can play steeplechase. You can play it. Okay, cool. Uh, so that's a good one. We like to leave people with something they can play when they're around. Um, now you've given me more questions, but Dan will <laughs> yell at me. Dan will yell at me if I keep doing it. So, uh, do, favorite club in the bag? Hybrid. Ooh, nice. Uh, you want to give a I, uh, I've uh, I've had uh, been brittled with injuries, so uh, I just had. Lat- well, so 2019, I had my shoulder and both my knees done, Ooh, and uh, yeah, so I uh, just got back to the golf course this year, and uh, so it's been two years since I played, and uh, my my uh, slice is gone, so. <laughs> I can- that surgery worked out well. So you're recommending knee and shoulder surgery to correct your slice. Yeah. Back surgery as well, but that's down the road. All right. <laughs> nice. Uh, okay. So, and, and I'll, I'll leave it with these. You can answer both or one or none at all. You can just hang up on us if you want to, Ryan. Um, what bourbon got you into the bourbon world? Like what, mm, like when did you, what bourbon did you drink? And you're like, oh, shit, I, I'm, I'm here. I want to go. Yeah. And, and, and what's the, are you hunting a bourbon that you don't have yet? So hunting, I'm not hunting right now um, because I've tossed uh, all my nickels and dimes into the company. So uh, there, there's no hunting going on, but I would say that 
It's either uh, a Weller oh. or an Old Fitz is what one of my buddies Ooh. got me into. And I'm like, what is this? <laughs> Even this one I'm looking at your, in your background, Cal, I saw one of them that I just tried this past weekend and uh, I was blown away by it. Um, yeah, and it's, that, that's the nine and 13 years. So. So, it's, so I'm looking at the top shelf on, the, on your yeah, left the third one over with the 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 kind of the greenish blue oh seagrass yeah barrel barrel bourbon seagrass i just had that cool. uh, tell, hey if you tell me you like it I, if you tell me you didn't like it we're hanging up on you <laughs> oh no i love that i love that. <laughs> uh, that that thing is amazing man i mean it is like uh it is like cocktail in a glass hmm. Oh yeah, it was amazing. Here, I'll get, I'll actually uh, ask you guys a question here because um, that uh, whiskey and wine tasting room in Algonquin was asking me what I thought of the what is this pine hook pin hook pin hook pin hook the heist cast strength. Oh. Uh, I, I haven't had that one, but I don't know if you can see back here behind me and you can, it starts with the orange label goes to go. Oh yeah. I can green. see that. Yeah. Yeah. So those are four. Uh, which one did you say it was? The cast Bur Bur bourbon. The, heist? The, yeah. The, the heist cast. Okay. So it's probably bourbon heist. And actually I do have that one. And I, here, here's what I think about Pinhook. And, and I, I think that he's doing a great job. I think that in the same way in what you're doing with, with your coffees, I think that, that Pinhook's uh, hashtag bourbon, I think he's doing an equally good job in his, um, one, it's a great product. And I haven't had anything there that I'm like, yeah, I don't like it. I've had mm -hmm. some that I like better than others. I'll have to go back and revisit the bourbon heist, but I think that that's part of the, of, of the vertical. And he's basically doing like a, I don't know, four a year and he's going to age it through, I don't know, shit like 10 or 14 or 15 added through some crazy year. Right. And you're mm -hmm. going to get to try them side by side by side. Uh, I, there's nothing that I haven't liked it, You know, I guess it depends on what kind of, what your profile is and what you're going for, but he, I would say there's some similarities in everything that he has. I, I would say that if you're an adventurous drinker, not meaning mm -hmm. that you want to go and do something like crazy. It's like, Hey man, we're going <laughs> to drink, uh, we're going to drink grappa. We're going to drink mezcal tonight, which I, both of those are perfectly fine to me, but I'm just saying, if you're like, Hey, I want to stay in the whiskey category. I, I think that that the adventure that Pinhook is taking you on through a journey of being able to taste the same product throughout many, many years, I, I think it's a just a, a an extremely novel approach. I think it takes a lot of patience. I think that he's probably foregoing a lot of dollars. But what I also appreciate is the fact that, you know, he mentions that every year. Uh, he's already got it budgeted out or the business plan that sits there and it's going to cost you an extra $10 a year per bottle. So, yeah. you know, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80. And if you, you know, if you get to a 14 year, it's probably going to cost you $140, which I think is probably a little bit, I don't want to say it's unreasonable, but 
you, he could definitely charge more for that. I think it's fair that he's already put his business plan in place. And I hope enough people support him to get him there. Because again, I, I think that that product's only going to get better with time and age, which is kind of, yeah, it's a little bit unique in the market. But again, when you're doing things, when you're an entrepreneur like yourself and you mm -hmm. can, you can manage what's sitting in your warehouse, you can manage your budget and it's, you know, you, you said it best, Ryan, is you're you're more concerned about providing a product that you can stand behind that you would drink yourself and that you want people to drink and you want to be known for. I think that's a really you know, it, I, I think that, that that what Sean is doing over there is kind of a testament to where you are and what could be produced out of um, out of bourbon coffee co. So that's my long-winded answer for, uh, yeah, hell, I'd buy it and drink it. <laughs> Love it. And I have one other one. So have you ever heard of this da dad's hat? Uh, I have, but is that a bourbon? I thought that was like a... It's, it's uh, well, so I, I went into uh, Woodman's. It's like a big uh, family-owned, uh, employee-owned kind of grocery store. And they they do bottle picks. And they did a bottle pick of this dad's hat. And they're out of Pennsylvania. And I, I've i never heard of it. The price was steep, so I kind of just was like, I've never heard of that, and to pay 100 bucks or something, I make sure that I... Uh, Enjoy I, like I haven't I haven't had it, but I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to reach out for him after the show and we're going to see if uh, so here. Here's two people. Dan, have you heard of it? I've seen it. Yeah, I've heard of it. I, I've yeah. seen it. I know because it's like a little fedora yeah. kind of on the on mm -hmm. the label. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I've seen it. I haven't tried it. I haven't heard a lot of people talking about it. Uh, maybe maybe that's by intent. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, um, I reached out to everyone that I know. I'm like, hey, what do you guys say? And they're like. <laughs> I've never tried it before. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so here, here's what I would say if you're up for it, Ryan, is I'm going to reach out for them. And uh, they may ask for a sample of your coffee. I don't know. They may not. But uh, I'm thinking we get a bottle and we put it up against a few other things. Maybe if you've got a, uh, a barrel pick that the Adventure Bourbon Club did. Uh, I could, uh, we could do something that, uh, we did at birdies and bourbon and we could do a blind tasting up against, uh, dad's hat and a few others. And, uh, we Love could it. discover what dad's hat that is like and, 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 and we could have more dad's hat to, uh, kind of sample as we get done with it and, and, you know, kind of explore it. But I mean, that may be a fun thing to do, man, kind of yeah. get into, uh, let's, let's introduce people to something that we don't know much about. Yeah, I'm all about that. You know, it's and that's a, that's the cool thing about this the whole industry. You know, I, obviously, I, you guys know what I feel about this industry, but it's you know you're trying you know some stuff that you try out there that you know maybe it's out there in you know part of the country, but it doesn't make its way over to you know Chicagoland area or you know wherever you're South Carolina, you know Florida, you know anywhere. It's kind of, it's just kind of interesting, you know, seeing these different things and, you know, even this, you know, the whole bourbon community, you know, everyone's posting, you know, what they're drinking tonight or what they're drinking this weekend. And it's, you know, there's so many times I've seen stuff. I'm like, I don't even know what that is. What is that? 
you know, I want to try that, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, they, they mentioned, you know, the flavors they're getting out of it. I'm like, yeah, I'm all about that. Let's, let's give it a whirl. Very cool. Right. Yeah. yeah. Where, where, where do I find it and uh, get it in my glass? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Ryan Dar uh, from Bourbon Coffee Co. We appreciate you so much for coming on the show, man. It has absolutely been a blast. Uh, you guys have empty glasses. I've continued to pour. So somebody's being less responsible than others. Mainly uh, me, I was thinking, because I'm so, whoa, wait a minute. Ryan said, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 I got this. Cheers, buddy. Uh, Cheers. Cheers.